This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I've got to tell you the crazy story of a woman who was born and raised in the country of Italy, but somehow, out of nowhere, started speaking her native language, Italian, with a Canadian accent. As if Italian wasn't her first language. Now you might be thinking, this is a joke, this is some made-up story, right? This is bullshit. An Italian woman born and raised in Italy starts speaking Italian with a Canadian accent. Get the fuck out of here. Right. But this woman's condition is actually a brain disorder called foreign accent syndrome, which causes people to speak their native language with a foreign accent involuntarily, meaning they're not trying to do it. They have no control over it whatsoever. It just happens. And just stop for a second. And think about how absurd that is. Imagine being a fully grown adult who has spoken the same language since you uttered your first words. And you wake up one day and you're speaking your native language with a foreign accent and you have no idea why or how. That's got to be such a trippy and frightening experience, man, don't you think? That's wild, man. I came across this article on LiveScience.com titled, Italian Woman's Rare Foreign Accent Syndrome Caused Her to Sound Canadian. It's impossible to hear a story as bizarre as this one and not be blown away by the mysterious nature of the human brain. So I'm going to read the article to you now and explain a few things along the way to make sure you get the whole idea. All right. Now, if you'd like access to the script and vocabulary guide for this episode, as well as bonus podcast episodes, or you just enjoy the show and you want to support my work, click the link in the description and subscribe on Patreon. All right, my friend, let's get into this fucking crazy story. A woman in Italy who went to the emergency room experienced a puzzling symptom. She suddenly began speaking in a Canadian accent, even though her native language was Italian, according to a new report. Now, let me stop real quick. Puzzling, just so you know, is like difficult to explain or understand. It's a very confusing, difficult to understand symptom. She suddenly began speaking in a Canadian accent, even though her native language was Italian. 
And even though means despite the fact that. Or you might hear people say although. So basically, despite the fact that her native language was Italian, she was speaking with a Canadian accent. It's fucking crazy. Let's continue. The woman was diagnosed with an extremely rare disorder known as foreign accent syndrome, or FAS, a condition in which a person develops a sudden change in their speech that makes them sound like they're speaking with a foreign accent. Only about 150 cases have ever been reported since the condition was first described in 1907, according to the new report, published January 22nd in the journal NeuroCase. Most often, the condition is related to brain damage associated with conditions such as stroke or traumatic brain injury. But the woman's case was unusual because no such damage could be found. Let me stop really quick and just explain two things. The first one is stroke, S-T-R-O-K-E. They said that this is often related to brain damage associated with conditions such as stroke. And a stroke is a sudden interruption in the blood supply of the brain. I can't really say much more than that because I don't know much more than that. But when that happens, we call that a stroke. That's what it means to have a stroke, okay? Or some other traumatic brain injury. They're saying that often this disorder is associated with these things. But this woman's case was unusual because no such damage could be found. And no such means not existing or not present. So they're basically, another way of saying that is this is unusual because there was no damage present. There was no existing damage. No damage was found. There was no such damage. No damage of the sort. Or no damage like this. Okay? Forgive me if you already understand this. I'm just saying it in multiple ways because there might be somebody listening who can benefit from hearing the same idea expressed in multiple ways. But that's the idea of no such. This was an unusual case because there was no such damage found in the, in the exams. You see what I'm saying? All right, let's continue. I'm going to read that little part again, actually. Most often, the condition is related to brain damage associated with conditions such as a stroke or traumatic brain injury. But the woman's case was unusual because no such damage could be found. The 50-year-old woman went to the emergency room when she suddenly began experiencing difficulty speaking and writing, as well as slurred speech that lasted about five minutes, according to the report. And just so you know, slurred speech is a condition in which speech is unclear or difficult to understand due to poor articulation or enunciation. So you'll often hear if somebody's been drinking way too much, they start talking like this and kind of understand this is slurred speech. That's what it means. It's very difficult to understand them because they're not enunciating. They're not pronouncing the words completely. Their speech is slurred. So this woman went to the emergency room when she began experiencing slurred speech that lasted about five minutes according to the report now after this episode doctors noticed that the woman's speech was normal but she had started speaking with a canadian-like foreign accent both in her native italian and in english her second language and she learned english at school beginning at the age of 10 and later through her work in english-speaking countries the report said so let me just say that one more time this woman started experiencing slurred speech. It was difficult to speak and write. And after that kind of went away, doctors noticed this woman had a Canadian accent. And according to the report, she spent some time living and working in Canada around that accent. You see what I'm saying? So let's continue. 
One distinct trait of her new accent was Canadian raising, a feature of Canadian English that changes the pronunciation of certain vowel sounds known as diphthongs. For example, the O-U sound in house and about. The woman had worked with colleagues in Canada for 20 years, and these colleagues told her doctors that her new accent was typical of their region. This is fucking insane, bro. So let me just reiterate. One distinct trait of her new accent was the fact that she would do the Canadian raising. So Canadians are famous for pronouncing certain words like house and about. Like I would say, like I just did, house, about, shout. And a Canadian might say house and about or shout or something like that. It just sounds completely different from us. And whenever we hear that, we know immediately this person's Canadian. All right. So apparently she was making that same sound in the same way that they would in the region where she worked for 20 years. You see what I'm saying? And I, I was doing some research about the Canadian accent because I wanted to get some Canadians making that sound. And in that process, I found a short, you know, entertaining video of an American and a Canadian talking about the differences in our dialect and our accent. So I'm going to play that now. There's a lot of pronunciation differences between you, the dual citizen but Canadian-born, and of course me, the Bay Area-born and raised uh, Brody Brazil. So uh, that word right there, Brownie, you're from Saskatchewan. That's where you were born. How were you raised to say that word? Well, first of all, I was raised pasta. But it's pasta. Now I've grown up. It's pasta. I've lived pasta. half my life in the you United States. Like, I've been corrected. That right. was the key right there. I've okay. been corrected many times. All right. So if you're watching of hockey, you hear this word all the time. And how do you say it north or of the border? Organization. Organization. Is that five syllables? Yes. Well, how do you say it? Like organization. Maybe three. <laughs> organization. You do everything in a hurry. Organization. In Canada. There's no hurry. Relax. Get enjoy it. it. Organization. Organization. Uh, whatever. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's all about the... O. Process. process. So, like, you eat processed foods? I say processed Your mind now, processes things? Yeah, that's more syllables, slower. <laughs> You're process, starting to bro. realize what it's we do. Process. All right, so... Take our time. We've enjoy gone, it a little bit. We've gone through some words that are different here. What is that right there? What do you call that in Canada? That <laughs> box of goodness that we all enjoy, even... Oh, let me stop real, because you, if you're... If you're not um, reading the show notes, if you're not reading the script, I have a, a YouTube video pasted in here, and you can see in the video, it's a box of macaroni and cheese, a delicious, you know, it's like noodles and cheese mixed together. That's what we call macaroni and cheese. And he's got a, a picture of a very famous box of macaroni and cheese you can buy here in American supermarkets. And he's asking him, what would you call this where you're from? Just wanted to make that clear. All right, let me go back a couple of seconds. All right, so take our time. We've gone, it a little bit. We've gone through some words that are different here. What is that right there? What do you call that in Canada? That box of goodness that we all enjoy, even as adults? Well, it's the first word, craft dinner. KD, craft dinner. Ladies and gentlemen, that is macaroni and cheese. <laughs> That's fucking macaroni and cheese, bro. So just for more context, if you're only listening to this, on the box, it says craft macaroni and cheese dinner. It's made by Kraft. The food is macaroni and cheese, and you will have it for dinner. So he asked them, what do you call this where you're from? And he said, we call it craft dinner. How that makes sense to anyone, I don't fucking know. But I'm not Canadian. Here in the U.S., we would call that macaroni and cheese. Okay, let me play that again. Enjoy, even as adults. Well, it's the first word, craft dinner. KD, craft dinner. 
Ladies and gentlemen, that is macaroni and cheese. I don't care what you say. That so, is macaroni and so cheese. So let me tell you why I'm going to have some mac and cheese dinner. for dinner tonight. Yeah. So ahead. there's many different types of macaroni and cheese. Homemade, different boxed ones. That's that one right there, KD, Kraft Dinner, the best. <laughs> Ask any kid. In Canada, they'll tell you I'm having Kraft Dinner tonight. <laughs> you guys are weird. Uh, what is that? That's a toque. Is one, it really? One it's syllable. Not. Toque. It's Say not. it. Beanie. Beanie. Two okay, so just, again, if you're only listening, there is a picture of a skull cap. I mean, it's called many different things depending on where you are. That's the funny part about it. Some people will call it a beanie. Some people will call it a skull cap. Apparently in Canada, it's called a toque. And it's the, I guess it's made out of sometimes cotton, sometimes wool. I don't know. And you put it on your head to keep your head warm. So imagine you're going out in the winter. What you would typically put on your head to keep it warm is what we call, where I'm from, a beanie. Some people, I guess, call it a toque. Um, actually, you know, it's, it's funny because I never realized until now he's calling it a toque. And I believe in Brazil, in Portuguese, they call it toca or tuca or something like that. If there's a Brazilian listening to me and I got that wrong, um, I apologize. Please correct me. Send me a message. I can't remember. I think it's toca. I think it's toca. I'm not sure. Anyway, let's continue. Right, different types of macaroni and cheese. Homemade, different boxed ones. That's that one right there, KD, Kraft Dinner, the best. <laughs> Ask any kid. In Canada, they'll tell you I'm having Kraft Dinner tonight. <laughs> you guys are weird. Uh, what is that? That's a toque. Is one, it really? One syllable. Toque. Say it. Beanie. Two syllables. Okay, now all so of a sudden, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm the bad guy up. now. All right, I'm the bad guy. All right, one more. Now, this one blows my mind. That, that's a parking garage. Like, I'm going to go put my car in the parking garage. In fact, at work here, I park in a parking garage. But in Canada, they call it... A parkade. Like a parkade. an arcade, but a parkade. Apparently, um, however you break it down, it's a little bit different. Parkade. Never heard that word in my life, just so you know. A parking garage here in the United States is that gigantic structure where you park a bunch of cars. I mean, I guess it's, you know, kind of self-explanatory. But it's, yeah, it's like a giant industrial-sized garage where a bunch of cars get parked. So if you're going to drive to your local sporting event, you'll most likely park in the parking garage where it's like 10, 12, 15 floors and just nothing but cars as far as the eye can see. That's a parking garage. Apparently in Canada, it's called a parkade. I don't even understand the logic behind that, but that's what they call it. So... There you go. But anyway, let's get back to this fucking crazy story of this Italian born and raised woman speaking Italian with a Canadian accent. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Let me go back to the last paragraph I read just to kind of refresh your memory. One distinct trait of her new accent was Canadian raising, a feature of Canadian English that changes the pronunciation of certain vowel sounds known as diphthongs. For example, the OU sound in house and about. The woman had worked with colleagues in Canada for 20 years, and these colleagues told her doctors that her new accent was typical of their region. At the hospital, the woman underwent several brain scans, but the results showed no signs of brain injury. The week before her hospital admission, she had tested positive for COVID-19, but by the time she arrived at the hospital, she tested negative. Now, really quick, let me just explain underwent, because that is the past tense of the verb undergo, meaning to experience, endure, um, yeah, to experience or endure some kind of process or treatment. So if you undergo a brain scan, you experience a brain scan, you get a brain scan. It's basically the same thing, okay? But a lot of times we will undergo some process of events. Hopefully that makes sense. And then the other thing is just brain scans, which is literally somebody or a machine scanning your brain. It's medical imaging techniques that capture images of the brain to help diagnose or evaluate conditions or injuries affecting the brain. That's the official definition, okay? So she went to the hospital, they scanned her brain, and they couldn't find anything. There was no brain damage. And so then they say, well, she did have COVID the week before she went to the hospital, but by the time she got there, she tested negative. Okay, let's continue. The report authors from the Carlo Besta Neurological Institute in Milan, sorry, Italians, I know I said that wrong, more thoroughly investigated the possible causes of the woman's foreign accent syndrome with additional brain imaging and cognitive and psychiatric tests. For example, they examined the woman's brain activity while she performed certain tasks certain tasks in both English and Italian that were intended to activate parts of the brain involved in speech production and language processing. For example, one task, known as the verb generation task, typically involves asking the subject to come up with action verbs that are related to a specific noun. So basically what that means is we'll say door, and they're expecting you to say open or close or slam or something like that. They're testing her ability to generate action verbs in relation to any object. So if I say window, you might say open or close. If I say face, you might say slap or kiss or punch. I don't fucking know. But hopefully you get the idea. So they're testing her abilities to see if there's something wrong that they're unaware of. Okay, let's continue. These brain imaging tests did not reveal anything unusual. The woman's brain activity patterns appear typical of a healthy bilingual adult. Her psychiatric test results were also mostly in the normal range which I think is a hilarious sentence. Her psychiatric test results were mostly in the normal range. So she's a little fucking crazy, but not totally. Her psychiatric test results were also mostly in the normal range, except for slightly high levels of anxiety. In addition, the patient had high scores on a measure of obsessive compulsive personality disorder. That was tough to say. Obsessive compulsive personality disorder, or OCPD a mental health condition in which people have a preoccupation with rules, orderliness, and control, and have symptoms of perfectionism, 
according to the National Institutes of Health. This condition is different from obsessive compulsive disorder, or OCD, in that the latter is an anxiety disorder characterized by recurring unwanted thoughts or obsessions that lead people to perform repeated behaviors or compulsions, while the former is a personality disorder involving personality traits in which people are excessively focused on details, order, and control, according to the Cleveland Clinic. So let me stop right there and explain a couple things. They said, let me go back, go back. In addition, this patient had high scores on a measure of OCPD, or Obsessive Compulsive Personality Disorder, which is different from OCD, or Obsessive Compulsive Disorder. The latter is an anxiety disorder, and the former is a personality disorder. So let me explain the former and the latter because it's very common to hear this. So the latter refers to the second of two things or people mentioned in a conversation. The former refers to the first of two things or people mentioned in a conversation. Okay, so let's go back to the example. She tested high for OCPD, which is different from OCD. It's two things. The first one I mentioned is OCPD. The second one is OCD. The former would be the first one. The latter would be the second one. So you can think about it like former means before, in the past, or something like that. The first one. The latter, you can think of it as later, something that was mentioned after whatever the first thing was. It's not necessarily what it means, but that's kind of how you can think about it. The former is first, the latter is second, always. Okay, so let's go back to that second paragraph. This condition is different from obsessive-compulsive disorder in that the latter, OCD, the second one, is an anxiety disorder characterized by recurring or uh, repetitive, something happening repeatedly, unwanted thoughts or obsessions that lead people to perform repeated behaviors or compulsions, while the former, the first one mentioned, OCPD, is a personality disorder which involves personality traits in which people are excessively focused on details, order, and control, according to the Cleveland Clinic. The questionnaire the patient took doesn't necessarily provide enough information for her to be diagnosed with OCPD, but it is one factor that doctors consider. The researchers can't be sure what caused the woman's foreign accent syndrome, but there are a few possibilities. Given that she did not show signs of brain damage or unusual patterns of brain activity, it's possible that the condition was caused by psychological factors, the author said. A small number of cases of FAS have been tied to psychological or psychiatric conditions, such as schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, OCD, anxiety, depression, and post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD, according to the report. These cases are referred to as psychogenic FAS because psychological conditions, rather than brain damage, are suspected to play a role. And so psychogenic means caused by psychological factors rather than physical or organic factors. So that's why they call it psychogenic FAS, because they're saying she doesn't have any brain damage or diseases that we know of. It's purely psychological. That's the only conclusion we can arrive at. It has to be psychological. So this is psychogenic FAS. And this isn't something that you'll Hopefully, this isn't something you'll ever need to know, but that is what it means, okay? So we're almost done with the article. Let me just finish out here. Still, the authors caution that they can't rule out a neurological case, such as microscopic brain lesions that did not show up on the brain imaging. In addition, COVID-19 is known to be tied to brain problems, including symptoms of fatigue, 
brain fog, headaches, and loss of taste and smell, and has even been linked with brain shrinkage. Interestingly, at least two cases of FAS, one from Italy and another from Japan, have been linked with COVID-19. So it's possible that the woman's recent SARS-CoV-2 infection played a role in the development of FAS, the author said. The woman's Canadian-like accent remained after she was discharged from the hospital, and she said she could only modulate it slightly, according to the report. Eight months later, the researchers followed up with the woman and conducted more tests, but their findings were the same, and the woman's accent remained strong and distinct, though she reported being able to modulate it more consistently with people she knew, the author said. All right, so before we sit in... uh just contemplate how fucking crazy this disorder actually is. Let me explain. Let me explain a couple of things. The first one is rule out. They said that the um, what was the sentence? Still, the authors cautioned that they can't rule out a neurological case. So to rule something out means to eliminate something or exclude something as a possibility. So they're basically saying we can't say for sure that this is not a neurological case. We cannot rule that possibility out. We cannot exclude it. We must consider it because we're not 100% sure yet, okay? And neurological is just relating to the nervous system, including the brain and the spinal cord, okay? And then let me see, oh yeah, microscopic brain lesions. We can't rule out a neurological case such as microscopic brain lesions that did not show up during the brain imaging or on the brain imaging. So microscopic just means too small to be seen by the naked eye. It's only visible with a microscope. That's what it means to be microscopic. And a brain lesion apparently is an abnormality in the brain tissue often caused by injury or disease. So they cannot rule out brain lesions of the microscopic kind as a possibility. That's the idea. Let me see. There was another thing or something else. Hold on. Oh, yeah. So in addition, COVID-19 is known to be tied to brain problems and to be tied to something in this context means to be related to or connected to. So they're saying uh, the coronavirus is known to be connected to brain problems, including symptoms of fatigue and brain fog and fatigue, F-A-T-I-G-U-E, fatigue is a feeling of tiredness or exhaustion. And it can be physical exhaustion, mental exhaustion, or both. That's what it means to feel fatigued. Now, brain fog is a condition in which a person experiences confusion or forgetfulness, right? It's, it's difficult for them to think clearly. So if you think about a foggy day, you walk outside and it looks like the clouds have descended to the earth. You can't see 20 meters in front of you because of all this fog. Imagine that, but in your brain. You can't see things clearly. You can't think clearly. You're kind of confused. You're forgetting things. You're like, man, what's, what's going on? What? Like, imagine when you wake up from surgery and the aesthetic kind of wears off and you're just waking up and you just feel kind of out of it. Like, everything's foggy and hazy and like, what's going on? Who the fuck are you people? Get out of my fucking room. <laughs> That's what it means to be experiencing brain fog. And lastly, brain shrinkage. This simply means your brain getting smaller. If something shrinks, it gets smaller. That's all it means, okay? Let me make sure that was all the most important stuff. I think that was it, okay? So, just to recap this fucking crazy story. This woman, this 50-year-old Italian woman, born and raised in the country of Italy, spoke Italian her whole life. 
just out of nowhere started experiencing speech problems. She has slurred speech, wasn't speaking clearly, went to the emergency room to figure out what was going on. The slurred speech eventually was no longer a problem. But what remained was a Canadian accent, both in her native and second language, which are in or which are Italian and English. That is, bro, that is bananas. Like, I don't know. I don't know what you think about that. But when I imagine myself in that situation, that is that is crazy, bro. That is insane. And so they they did all these brain scans multiple times. They couldn't find any brain damage, no diseases, nothing of the sort. She had a little bit of anxiety. Maybe she has OCPD. We don't know. Um, she had COVID a week before she went to the hospital, but tested negative when she got there. So they just have no idea what happened. And what's even crazier is how rare this disorder actually is. They said 150 cases have been reported since 1907. It's 2023. 150 cases, man. Like That's extremely rare. At least to me, I'm not a statistician, but that sounds extremely rare, man. And just out of nowhere, you wake up one day and you're speaking your native language with a foreign accent. That is bonkers. I need to find a stronger word because, bro, that's fucking insane insane anyway my friend hopefully you enjoyed this short and sweet story i'm going to leave a link to the article in the show notes you can read the script follow along listen again i actually encourage you to listen to most podcast episodes more than once just to make sure you really get all the ideas even if you don't listen to it once and then listen to it again immediately come back in a few weeks or a few months and see how much more you can understand as you listen to more and more content in English. But hopefully you enjoyed this crazy story, man. And in this episode of Real English Radio, I am your host, Tony Kaizen. And I'll talk to you soon. Peace.